Did he bless you this week? You satisfied with the blessing? All right. Good morning. How's everybody? Yeah. God is good. All the time. All the time, God is good. I thought I was at 11 o'clock when I heard Brother Terrell. Uh, even the dog get to get some crumbs that falls from the master's table. Those of you who are visiting who may not be members of the Church of Christ, we say welcome. Happy that you decide to come and be with us this morning. If you're here from another congregation of the Lord's people, it is good to see you. It's always good when we can come open God's book, study his word, which is able to save our souls. And those of us who labor here at East Baltimore, we expect to see you. Uh, Brother Goodman made an announcement for next Saturday is the area-wide picnic down in Prince George's County. And next Sunday at 3 o'clock, it is the area-wide fellowship. There's a sign-up sheet out there. Please make sure that you sign up to go to the picnic and make sure that you sign up to. Don't sign up. Let me see you down at the area-wide. How you doing? How's school? You miss home cooking already? Sometime? Okay. Write our note. She can pack you up some stuff and bring it. Y'all got some good football playing down there. You been to the game yet? Both of them? Yeah, you went up the went up the Philadelphia. Yeah, they tough up there. But y'all will be all right. Yeah. What you studying? Say that again. How you spell that? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you, you just want to deal with folks' body, huh? Yeah. I, am, I understand. Give me your number. I might need you later. How are you doing, Sister Stevens? Blessed. You blessed? Sure. Me too. Amen. If ain't nobody else in here is blessed, it's me and you. Amen. That's good. That's good. Romans chapter 1. Romans chapter 12. Hey, Don. Hello. What you study? Film. Oh, good. That's a good thing to study. Romans chapter 1. Mm. <laughs> Romans chapter 12. Verse number 1. Y'all say, don't mind if I go to Romans 1. That ain't happening. Romans chapter 12, verse 1. Sister Stevens, we ready? ready? Let's read. For I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercy of God, 
that you present your body a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable servant. But be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you might prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. For I say, through the grace I give unto me, to every man, that is amongst you. But to think soberly, according as God had dealt to every man measure of faith. Verse 2 says, But be not conformed to this world but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Amen. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, neighbor. Renew, your mind. renew your mind. All right. The mind. The mind, that's right, is a terrible thing to waste. The mind is the most powerful thing that God made. The mind. The mind is infinity when it comes to the computer. He said the computer is a powerful thing. A gigabyte. One billion. One hundred and nine equal space. So if you got five gigabytes, because that's what everybody wants. Five billion. Five hundred. Forty-five equal space that's nothing compared to the mind because see in the com and as much as man wants a computer to take the place of a man he still have to program it see when you walk in this building and I walk through the door I can look over here and I can see Brother Boone in a gray suit. I can come over here and see Brother uh, Lucas in a green. I can see Andre in black. But if a computer comes, you have to program him to do that. When the mind tells you to say something to somebody, ask them a question, seek an answer. But the computer, you got to program it so the computer, as powerful as man think the computer is, has, cannot compare yes, to the mind of man. Amen. So what Paul does, he writes this letter back to the church at Rome, and he said, I beseech you, that word beg, I beg you. I plead with you, 
I encourage you that you present your body a living sacrifice. And see, the church at Rome understood that because the church was partially Jews and Gentiles, and the Jews understood what sacrifice meant. And brothers and sisters, as we navigate ourselves from earth to glory, we have to understand sacrifice is a requirement. So what Paul does, he writes to them, and he said, I beg you that you present your body a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God. That's the least you can do. That's the least you can do when God has done so much for you. The least you can do is be willing to sacrifice something for God. But that's not what I want to talk about. I want to talk about verse 2. Verse 2 says, but be not conformed to this world. It's amazing that so many of us base everything that we have according to this world, which is going to pass away. Heaven and earth will pass away. So Paul said, be not conformed. And that comes from the Greek word fashion. Don't fashion yourself like this world. It's amazing. When you see a guy 65 year old want to dress like his 25 year old son. Because he wants to be we call it hip. In the 70s. I don't know what they call it today. You 65, you got earring in your ear and your turn backwards and your pants down to your cheeks and you and you fashion yourself like the world you desire to be your son's friend instead of being your son's father he got enough friends he need a father so what Paul does he said be not conformed to this world. Don't fashion yourself after this world. Don't see the things of this world. Don't look at this world as the outcome to all in all. But he said, be transformed. In other words, when you come to Christ, You need to be transformed. Don't bring the stuff of this world into the body of Christ. But that's our plot today. We are more and more want the church to look like the world. And then now watch how Paul said to do it. By renewing your mind. You cannot. We don't even do that. 
with the clothes we wear. If we go to work today and going out the, this evening, we coming home and changing. I, I said something. Y'all with me? Stay with me now. If you go to work today and you going out this evening, you're going to change. You're not going to work. I've been in this clothes all day. I'm going to change. Why? You transitioning the outward person, but the same person. Somebody's with me. The same person is in the clothes. See, the clothes don't make the person. The person should make the clothes. And we change. Why? Because we had that on all day. So when we come to the Lord, yes. Paul says that we cannot be conformed, but we need to be transformed. transformed. And how do you transform yourself? By the renewing of your mind. You can't see things. Today, Brother Johnson, that you saw it 40 years ago. You can't look at the world since you've been baptized for the remission of your sin the same way you did before you were baptized. Amen. And see, we, we have a force. See, the world is a false expectation of us. And then we come to the church and we say, I'm not changing. That's the worst thing, the worst idea for a Christian to say, I'm not changing. God demands a change. Amen. That's why Paul writes that. Mm -hmm. Be not conformed to this world. Because the, what's this world look at things different than God does. Mm -hmm. This world expects something different than God does. This world asks you to do things that God will never ask you to do. But just at that, God will demand that you do things that this world wouldn't ask you to do. Who want to be the same? You have to change. And the only way you're going to change, you have to renew your mind. You have to see things different today than you see things when you were in your teens. And you have to see things different in your 20s when, than you was when you were 19. And when you turn 40, you can't act the same way that you did when you was 20. I'm not even talking about 50 and 60. See, we want respect from the young folks, but we don't have, because we want to act like the young folks. And then we get mad when they say things to us that we don't like. Well, you're trying to be like them. And this is how they talk to their friends. My son told me, Dad, you and I are always going to be the best friend. I said, don't, don't you ever say that again. 
I'm never your friend. Not yesterday, today, and I will not be tomorrow. I'm your father. I'm always going to be there. Because the thing you say to your friends, if you say those stuff to me, You see, them got me clapped down. I'm going to. Tell my brother Frazier, what happened? He punched his son in his mouth. Amen. You going to talk to me like I'm your friend. No, sir. I can't talk to God like I talk to you. Amen. God is my father. Amen. And I'm going to have to respect God. And that's what I do. I demand respect. Amen. Amen. I don't dress like my kids. And when they come in the house, when they go out, they can put their pants all the way down to their waist. When they come in the house, pull it up. Amen. Why? Because that's what I demand in my house. Amen, preacher. Amen. I got to transform mine. I don't care if they, well, but dad, that's the style in the world. But in my house, transform. Yeah. Yeah. When you open the door, the door is always open and welcome. Pull your pants up, though. When you close the door, go back to yourself. And see, that's one of the things, brothers and sisters, why Paul wrote this thing. Because he says, first, I beg you. I plead with you. And then he tells you, don't be conformed to this world. Because, see, if you are conformed to this world, you are conformed to something that is temporal. But be transformed. And now the transformation comes when you, your mind and your thought process change. And, and you know, we said that uh, I just prefer doing the same thing that I always, see, that, that, that doesn't make sense. You, you, you're never going to do the same thing that you always done. You stop, when I got out of college and I stopped working, I mean, they gave me a job for $18,500. I thought that was the world. I spent that much on golf today. So I can go back to the company and say, don't, ra- don't give me no raise. I'm going to stay the same. This is enough. That was enough when I was 22. I live in a studio. I can't live in a studio with a family now. How in the world you want to remain the same? You say, oh no, Brother Frazier, I don't want to remain the same. I just don't want to transform myself into what God wants me to be. 
See, it's impossible to live in the world and live in Christ. Paul says, if any man be in Christ, what? He's a new creature. All things are what? Passed away and behold, all things have become new. You have to have a new life. And you get a new life by a transformed mind. So then, Brother Frazier, how do we transform our mind? God reveals it in this book. That's the only way you're going to have a transformed mind. Paul writes to Timothy, he said, all scripture is given by the inspiration of God and profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction and righteousness that the man of God may be what? Perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good work. I beseech you. Therefore, brethren, by the mercy of God, that you all speak the same thing. And that there be no division amongst you. But that you be perfectly joined together by the will of God. And one of the things, brothers and sisters, friends and neighbors, God has laid it all out for us. You think God will come from glory, die on the cross, be laid in a borrowed tomb, got up and went back to heaven and don't tell us what to do and how to do it and then send us to hell because we didn't do it? We serve a just God. He came and died and he left us the map to go back to heaven. And the, and the problem with us, we don't want to do what the map says. I think it was Monday. Mon Monday I went down to the University of Maryland. They have the lectureship. Mid-Atlantic is trying to be at the Marriott College Park for three years. And now, I know where the place was, but for some reason, I couldn't figure out how to get there. So halfway down there, I, I got this app on my phone, Wise. What is it? Waze? Okay. W-I-S-E? W-A-Z-E. Okay. You got that app on your phone? How's your spell? And how does mine spell? Okay. <laughs> I punch in College Park. Marriott. You say, why didn't I punch in Marriott? You a school teacher? I'll tell you. I punch in 
College Park Marriott Conference. That's what I should have. That, that was the right thing? Okay. See, I got to check with Sister Boone just to make sure. These educated folks <laughs> got to do the right thing. So it tells, I punch it in, Sister Boone. When I got into Laurel, uh, a lady came on the phone. a foreign lady. She had accent. Go down 95 South, take 495 West and 95 South to Route 1 South. Did all of that. Follow Route 1 to 193 North. Look at all of that. Got there past the place, uh, golf course and stadium, and conference center. She says, you have arrived. Your destination is on the left. I looked to the left. All I saw was trees. <laughs> Kept going. She, she got to be wrong. Got to Adelphi Road. You have passed your destination. And 1,000 feet, make a left turn and come back. Did what the lady says. That's what the lady said. Why? I didn't, she didn't ask for me. I punched her up. She gave me direction. But what the lady didn't tell me, as you go down 193 and get to Delphi, you got to make a U-turn. She told me everything, everything that I needed except make a U-turn. When I make the U-turn, then my destination is not on my left. It's on my right. Where you going? Marriott College Park. What's the address? Hadn't changed. She did the best she could. Nobody told her that when you get to a doubt, you got to make a U-turn and go back. Why am I telling you this story? You see how close she got me? But she didn't carry me all the way. The world will get you Close, but the world can't get you where you're going. Amen. Every now and then, you got to make a you Catch up with me now. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to tell you something this morning. 
See, every now and then, see, the world will tell you you need God, but every now and then you need to make a U-turn because the world will not carry you all the way. Got to the hotel. I said, I'm here to meet Ashley. She came out and said, how was your trip? So the trip was good till I got almost here. She said, but you've been here before. Yes. But my mind couldn't figure. Yeah, I, I know where the golf course was. But I had to make a U-turn. So in order for me to get where I'm going, I had to renew my mind. Because I came there from a different direction. And when you're going and trying to get to heaven, you might start from a different direction. Beseech you. Transform by renewing your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. See, you have to desire to do the will of God. And, and, and God, God is sovereign. God is sovereign. That means God's not going to change. When God said there's one Lord, one faith, and one baptism, there's one. When God said there's one body and one spirit and one baptism, there is one. He is sovereign. He is not going to change because we want God to change. And then we have to know what to ask God for. That's the problem. Sometime in our life, when life deals us something, and when, when situation comes in our life, and lives beginning, and, and life starts shaking us, and shaking us, and then we go to God. And when we get to God, and we find out God is the one that's shaking us. Because he wants us to do something that we're capable of doing, but we don't want to do it. Amen. And sometimes God has to shake us in order to get us to do what he wants us to do. Amen. Amen. See, we need to know what to pray to God for. Uh, uh, Luther Vandross write this record, Dance With My Father, again. And in the record he said, I, I know you don't do this usually, but please, Lord, if you can, let my mother have an opportunity to dance with my father again. That's a waste of prayer. God said for once 
that are appointed unto man to die. And after death, it's the judgment. Don't pray for a dead person to get up before the judgment. God knows what he's doing. God is sovereign. And the sad thing about it, we allow other people to come into our lives and dictate to our lives more than God does. And then we get mad when they leave. Everything has a season. Sometimes people come in your life, they're only for a season. Sure. Well, when I first met her, I thought we would be together forever. You put your faith in her versus God. He was so handsome out there. You put all your faith in him instead of God. Put your faith in God, and when time, when his season or her season is over, let him go. You still got God. I can't live without her, though. Yes, you can. I need him in my life. No, you don't. You got God. And when time for it, when the season is over, go. Now don't y'all go back home today and say, the season's over, Brother Frazier. Say, no. I'm just telling you what the Bible said. The Bible said for everything, there's a season. I love watermelon, Brother Lucas. But I don't eat watermelon in the middle of the winter. Watermelon season is now. It's about to the end now. If you're going to like watermelon, get it now. While it's in season. Don't buy that watermelon in December. Then you get it home and wonder why it's so mushy. It's out of season. That's the same thing when it comes to God. God don't go out of season. He's there forever. Well, he promised. I'm true to my vows. No, you not. Why you ain't true to the vow you made with God? You true to your vow with me. I'll tell you anything. If that what it takes. You tell me the only way, your father said the only way I can marry you is get baptized. Show me where the tub is. Come on. Y'all act like I'm the only one. Y'all, we see that every day. Well, her dad said, I, I talked to her and I love her. Her dad said, I got to be baptized. Well, when you, what you waiting on? Then after you get baptized a season, it's a half a season. I thought he loved me. He loves himself. He don't love you. So what Paul says, you have to transform your mind so when life deals you something, you can handle it. 
put your faith in man. Especially short, bald head man. You got here, brother. Just we gonna get a wig, Andre. But on our, all you bald head brothers, we gonna find us a wig. See, Paul writes this. You have to have a transforming mind, so when life comes to you, you can deal with it. You say, "Well, I lost my job today." It all depends what your thought process is. If you don't have faith in God, you think the world in. But if you got faith in God, he'll give me another one. That's what he'll do. But, and it doesn't matter, brothers and sisters, how bad the situation is. It's based on your mind. How you see things. Where's your faith in God? God said, I will never forsake nor leave you. Well, what I'm a, I, can't, I can't make it if he leave with all these kids. What? Help him to pack up. You're going to make it because you got God on your side. Amen. Amen. Now, I don't know why she ain't coming home. Well, tell her don't come. Change the code and the key. But be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You and your kids going to make it. Because you have got no faith in him anyway. He was there for a season. I don't eat watermelon after September. Because the one that Walmart sell in December, that was frozen and thawed out and frozen again. Thaw out. We don't eat seedless water. There is no such thing. I'm just helping you folks. This wasn't even in the lesson, but since I'm there, there's no such thing as a seedless watermelon. Seedless. <laughs> Who came first, the chicken or the egg? Come on. Christians don't have to worry about that question. The chicken. They look like, well, we waiting to, for you to tell us what. The chicken came first. Oh, damn. When God created. He didn't create an egg. He created the animal and brought him to Adam. And when that rooster started, Adam said, that's a rooster. And the one next to him, the rooster can't be by itself. I'm making him a helpmate. Made him a hen. They came first, brothers and sisters. I said, which came first? They're like, I said, who, who he going to see? Came first, the chicken or the egg? Go to Genesis. Anytime you got a question on all scriptures, it's given by inspiration, profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction and righteousness, 
that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good work. When you're struggling with something, brothers and sisters, you got to renew your mind. You got to renew your mind. Because, see, God does not. See, not only is God sovereign, God is permissive. You remember the story of Job? And the day when all of God's children came and the devil was with them. So anytime, that's, that tell, oh, that's a lot of preaching there, Brother Johnson. Anytime God's children come together to worship, the devil right there. I'm just going by the text. So where you been? I've been traveling to and fro. What you doing? Seek. And then watch what God said. Has thou considered my servant Job? See what see see what what we fail to realize there. God is telling Satan, I have someone that will do what I want them to do. Now you can test him. You just can't kill him. And he tested him. And he tested him. He said, Job treats you that way because you take care of him. You got a hedge around him. When Job lost everything, and you see what? Job, why said, curse God and die? Why you let this stuff happen to you? And then your so-called friend came. What you did? You have to have done something to, so God to do this to you. And then God said, go ahead. Now, you can touch his body, but don't kill him. And the Bible said he had sores from the crown of the head to the soul, even in his mouth. But Job have a transferred mind. You know what Job said? Naked I came into this world and naked I'll leave out. It's all about your mind. I brought nothing in here. God giveth and the Lord taketh away. Then he said, blessed be the name of the Lord. But if your mind is not transformed and you are Conform to this world, you think God have left you. He have not left you. He's testing you. Part two. I, time is caught up with. I got to get part two. But watch what he said. But be transformed. By the renewing of your mind. That you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. It's all about God. With a transfer of mind, you can see God the way God's supposed to be seen. God allowed things 
permit things to happen in our lives to help us to be better. And when something happened to you to say, oh, my God, God didn't know that was happening. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. You ever run a, watch the rerun of a show? And, and, and you know when it get to a certain part, you already know what's going to happen? That's the way God look at us. This is just a rerun we living out. God already know what is going to happen. Yeah. Got home one day and Serena was playing. My son said, Dad, Serena's about to play. I said, okay, I'm going in the shower. He said, well, you don't want to watch the match? No, they gave me the score on the way home. I knew the outcome. It's, you think there's a surprise to God when something happened to us? No, he knows the outcome. He just sit back and relax. Well, let me see how Larry going to handle this one. How long is it going to take before he call on me? That's what God doing. Let me see how long you're going to be in this mess before you come to me and let me take care of I know the outcome. I got to stop. I'll do part B. Maybe you're here. You're not a member of the Lord's church. Faith comes by hearing. Sister Stevens, remind me to do part B because I got some more stuff to tell them. Not a member of the Lord's church. God wants you to be. He desire that you be. He said faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. Believe with all your heart that Christ died for you and that he was buried and rose again the third day. Repent of your sins, confess your faith in Christ, and we'll baptize you in water. The angels will add you to the Lamb Book of Life. Be faithful till death, and God will give you a crown of life. If you're a member of the Lord's church and you haven't renewed your mind, start renewing your mind. That's the perfect will of God. Come as we together stand and sing the song. That has been. Not